interrupt our regularly scheduled school announcements and your regularly scheduled school program to bring you a day that will go down in educational history. A day you will never want to forget. You'll never be able to forget. So put down your books, put away your pencils, forget all about your spelling tests. It's time for Nickelodeon to take over Selwyn Elementary School as Nick takes over Selwyn. Submitted for the approval of the Midnight Society. Oh, joy! Let's rock! It makes me wanna fight! Dear Journal, it's me, Doug. Do you have it? Baby's gotta do what a baby's gotta do. On your mark, get set. Oh, here it goes! Welcome to Splat Attack, where we're taking it back to the slime-filled past. I am your co-host, Brett. And I am your other co-host, Alex. And okay, Brett, what exactly are we talking about? We're talking about this really cool, too cool for school sweepstakes called (laughs) Nick Takes Over Your School. And for those who remember, this was a super awesome sweepstakes that kids could enter by sending away a postcard where they can win like a cash prize of a thousand dollars and have like a bunch of celebrities from Nickelodeon come straight to their school and essentially like boss around all the teachers, slime them, do fun, like Nick oriented activities all around the school and just take the day off having a blast. And we actually have a special guest here today with us. Who's going to shed some more light on that subject with us. So over, so over on my Instagram, I was sharing a whole bunch of nineties Nickelodeon commercials uh, about Nick takes over your school. And then I found this one. And then I got to wondering, I wonder if this person is on social media anywhere. So after doing a bit of digging and finding a news article that was related to Nick takes over your school in this particular winter. I found a very willing and eager guest. So would you please introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Brianne Whitcomb, and Nick took over my school. <laughs> Heck yeah, that's so awesome. <laughs> I I don't even think I told you, Brett. I, I felt really weird after I sent the first message to Brianne because Most there was often. there was no lead-in at all. <laughs> I, I was so excited that I found this this could be her and sent her a message and immediately no, no no I didn't send a message. I followed her and she followed very quickly, like mm. within seconds. So I was like, oh, oh, quick, type while she's here. And the very <laughs> first thing was, is this you? And then sent a link to the commercial. I was <laughs> it's like, like- Okay. It's pretty much like the digital version of chasing someone that you pass by on the street and be like, yes. hey, hey, I know you don't freak out. I'm I'm a fan, but please don't freak out. We want to get you. We want to connect with you and do some cool stuff. And, and, you're like, uh. and I, I was like, OK, that, that could this could come off as being some kind of a scammer so let me let me reiterate oh by the way i'm sorry how creepy this came off but i was really excited and and she was very understanding so thank you again for being here with us well you are very welcome i'm glad to be here yeah and we want to hear all about what school is like on that day that nick nick took over your school back in 1994 um before we dive into that though i'm going to give like a quick rundown for all you listeners who don't know what Nick takes over your school is. 
Uh, just to kind of give you a briefing of like what's it about. I mean, we already mentioned some of it before, but I'll go for it again, just in case you weren't paying attention. <laughs> so, what does Nick takes over I your that school? A lot in school. <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to like be like the teacher of the group for this episode, just to keep everyone staying on task. So, <laughs> like it, like it or not, we're gonna get through this, and I promise there won't be any detention, any punishment, or any homework assignments. Ooh, okay, you got my attention now. Good. All right. So for those who don't remember, this was a sweepstakes where kids sent in a postcard uh, to just be chosen is pretty much just their name and address. And they literally drew like from hundreds of thousands of postcards that were sent in every single year. And I'm pretty sure it started uh, 1988, the year I was born, believe it or not, um, and then continued to 1999. And it actually went a little bit into the 2000s, but I couldn't find like the end a definitive end date for that. So we're just going to say it's an 80s and 90s thing for the sake of our podcast topic. Um, And basically what happens is when someone's postcard got chosen and they won, uh, you know, Nick's celebrities who were participating for that specific year, it usually changed every year with a few regulars. Um, They would come to your school in a bus, you would ride with them, you know, have like a nice little parade type thing where all the kids are outside cheering you have a bunch of nick themed decorations all over the place um and you know you got to do a lot of fun activities which we're going to talk about a little bit more in depth in a few moments um what i'm seeing it looks like it ended around 2004 okay good thanks for confirming that yeah because i've seen a few like commercials here and there when i was you know, scouring the corners of the internet. And it it was just hard to tell for sure. But I did like how each commercial that I found, there's like six or eight of them. um, They all had a distinct feel to them, like a distinct logo. They had a distinct like winner with them and like, you know, announcer. It was pretty cool. It was like a little mini episode of what's to come. But before we dive into that again and talk about some other past Nick takes over your school events, Brianne, let's talk about your specific event since we have you here. So tell us a little bit about what what went on um, on February 17th, 1994 at Marley Middle School in Baltimore, Maryland. Um, well, it started with a bunch of newscasters coming to the house and uh, and sitting with us while my mom like use this steamer to curl up my hair really big because it's the 80s it's like early 90s and you know I had to have the big hair and uh, we had the newscasters there and I lived at the bottom of a cul-de-sac and it snowed and they had to bring the bus to like the top and we had to walk up to the top to get to the bus we were all worried that like school would be closed it was you know kind of hectic um, so we go up to the top and Mark Summers got off the bus and I almost passed out. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> I was, you know, I was just like in awe and uh, he was so kind and, um, you know, just congratulated me, said hello, gave me a hug. And what, I don't know what it was, maybe my personality back then, but uh, once I got on the bus, I was like, oh, well, I met a celebrity now I'm good. life goal check (laughs) yeah i'm good and and then i got along with everybody else and was a lot more calm so um we had pete and pete both of Um, them there yes wow all right Lisa joan hart um the guy who 
uh, hosted Nick Arcade. Phil yeah, Moore. Phil Moore. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark Wiener. Nice. Yes. Um, some people from the Roundhouse. Mm-hmm. Stimpy. I, I, I think Stimpy I, was there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty neat. They had some like mascot costumes that showed up as well. Oh yeah, definitely. They said that uh, I think something about something about Ren being in Mexico or something. I don't know because we had the. <laughs> Sure, why not? <laughs> I, made up an excuse. I mean, he is a chihuahua. Yeah, yeah, it's totally good. It was it was 90s. He was at Taco Bell. Let's be realistic. Oh, geez. Here. Yeah, hanging out with the, the Taco Bell <laughs> chihuahua. No quiero Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I got really lucky because they they do all the programming and such for all the students. But when you win, you kind of get special treatment. So all the other kids had to go to class, um, you know, go through their regular classes. I never went to class that day. I got to hang out with everybody. Um, they had it all set up in the library where like a luncheon with, you know, deli meats and like catered and stuff. And um, like I was playing with Gak with Melissa, Joan Hart and Pete and Pete and we were all throwing it to each other and like just having a good time. My sister got to come even though she was in elementary school bunch of my cousins my niece and nephew got to come so my family all got to be there um and kind of like join join in all the fun so we, we hung out with the celebrities and had a great day and um I don't know what happened but I took a bunch of pictures and I think someone took some of the pictures when we got them developed oh oh no there was one picture that I really really wanted and it was the guy from Nick Arcade picked me up by my legs and had, and we took a picture upside down and it was so cool, but I, I don't have the picture, just the memory. Uh, well, oh, we're, we're certainly thankful that you shared the memory with us because no one can ever take those away. Oh yes. yeah. It was, it was really cool. And everybody was so kind and like, they didn't act like they didn't want to be there. I mean, mm-hmm. big Pete and Melissa Joan Hart were probably 17 years old at the time. And I'm wow. 11. By the way, huge crush on Big Pete. <laughs> you hear that, Still Michael Morona? <laughs> because he, at the end of the day, he got down on his knees to look me in the face because I was very tiny. And he's like, I had a wonderful day with you. And it was just really sweet. And of course, that means writing in your diary. He's in love with me. I have to be <laughs> got, got a case of yellow fever, eh? <laughs> no, it was... It was uh, it was love. It was just true love. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> I know. I know. If I were in your shoes, I would feel the same way. I'd have a man crush on Big Pete as well because I relate to him. I even have the same hair swoop as he does in the show. I see that. I yeah. see that. No, that was that was uh, that was my thing. P- Big Pete was was it for me. Um, what else did we do? We got slimed. Um, that was at the end of the day, obviously, so that we could, you know. Right. Otherwise, yeah, it'd be hard to like go from classroom to classroom covered in drying mystery goop. That's now, who figuring. who all got slimed? Was it just a few select people, or was it okay? We brought enough for the entire school. <laughs> um. So, really interesting. They had these tubs, like these big tubs full of the of the slime, and I'm talking to one of the uh, tech guys that were back there. 
and he tells me it's edible. It's like oatmeal and this and that. And he's telling me what it's made of. And he reaches in and scoops up a handful and puts it in his mouth. Oh, oh my goodness. That that's shocking. Like, try it. So, so I tried it. It's not great, but it's, it's not going to kill you. So that's good news. I think some people have reported in the past that it's like oatmeal mixed with like food dye and applesauce for like the mm. goopy consistency, maybe a little corn syrup. Yeah. yeah there, there's been different versions of it. Yeah. Of varying textures too. Some are smoother than others, depending on uh, what generation they came from. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. And I was very surprised when the one at our school didn't look, I guess, as thin. It didn't have like that thin, mm-hmm. drippy consistency. It was right. Very, so um, they during the day they uh, slime the teachers. So I think like the principal and a couple teachers administration got slimed. I think a couple friends got slimed during that point too. At the end of the day, they picked a few of us to stand in a line for the commercial shot. Mm. And that's when I got slimed mm. at the very end. They saved the and, best for uh, last. the commercial to be up there with me. So it wasn't like people I knew or anything particular. They just yep. picked a group of kids and were like, stand in a line. We're going to throw slime on you. I was like, all right. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I, I wonder if uh, they had to go home like that and like tread lightly and like try not to get it all over their I, backpack and stuff. I can't even remember how I got home. I think at that point I was probably just so exhausted from, you know, like just drained. From taking, the taking a nap on the auditorium floor right there covered in slime. And you're like, yeah, my mom will clean me up in an I mean, hour. That, that sounds about right. Um, <laughs> when when I got slimed, I, I remember they were like, and it might be in the commercial, it was like slime and slimed and slimed. And that's when they're hitting everybody. And then I'm supposed to yell and slimed. And then they hit me in the face with it. There was actually a lot of uh, cool stuff that they sent to me too, uh, as the winner that they don't really talk about that on the commercials and such. You win the thousand dollars. I don't remember having that money. Uh-oh. You, <laughs> oh no. Did your mom take it? <laughs> so here's the thing. My sister's two and a half years younger than me. And she's the one who got the address to send in the postcards. She's the one who asked my mom to get three postcards a piece for us. And we both wrote out three car- postcards a piece and sent them in. And I'm the one who won. The idea was that we split everything, which was fair, you know. Yeah. I'd say so. And so it was 500 for each of us. And I remember going to the store a few times <laughs> and no concept of money and being like, I want that with my money. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they ever kept real tabs, but I know I got a lot of Littlest Pet Shop stuff and I got Echo the Dolphin on the Sega Genesis. The, the Hell yeah. Gosh. And those are what I remember getting. <laughs> Who knows how much I spent on Littlest Pet Shop? Probably $500. So. I mean, I mean, considering the fact that one of the other kids I um, researched, his name is, was it Robert Wren, I believe? Uh, he was one of the previous year winners. He, he basically said on live television, I'm going to save half of it and spend the rest on Nintendo games. So it's, I mean, it's, <laughs> it, it's, it's not wrong to assume that you're an irresponsible kid who's just going to blow it. Because if any of us were in your shoes, we'd do the same. We don't have concept yeah. of mind. Just take me to the toy store and clean them out. Yes, yeah. that's good. I'm good at the toy store. I will spend all of it. Yes. <laughs> so I don't remember exactly what I got, but apparently 
we both spent $500. Um, and they sent me like, I actually have a lot of the stuff still. Um, they sent me a Nickelodeon watch, a big, really nice jacket that's a Nickelodeon across the back, a clock, I think some posters, calendar. Oh, and then I have the, I still have the cardboard check. Oh, really? I still have that. Wow. I didn't realize they let you keep those. I thought it was oh, just yeah. for show. Oh, I can, let me see if I have it. Wow, look at that. Gosh. <laughs> it's even got a Nickelodeon logo on it. How authentic. Yeah. The stickers are a little bit coming off. I don't know if you can see it like right here. Ah, uh, yeah. It's yeah. very old. It's very old. You, you should frame that. How big is that thing? Um, Let's see. This is a door, I guess, almost to a door handle. Wow. Wow. That's so cool. Yeah. Another I'm relic of the 90s is like... Oh, uh, also gave me a director's chair that was really cool. I still have that as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Like a fold-up director's chair that says Nickelodeon across the back. Very cool. Lots of fun stuff. Got you certainly got the VIP treatment. Oh yeah. And did um do you still have the the orange cap and the blue shirt? Possibly somewhere. I have a big container that I tried to keep all my Nickelodeon stuff in. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's probably in there. I didn't throw anything away. Yeah, all I managed to find online was like um someone actually took like a picture of the logo of both the front and the back of the blue shirt from Marley Middle School. So it's pretty neat to see like some other student post that online, but that's all I got. Oh, that's cool. But uh we'll definitely post that on our Instagram page so you could you guys can check it out because it's it's definitely a, a great find, a diamond in the that's rough, awesome. if you will. Yeah, I'll have to find some. I'll send you some of the pictures too. I've got um I've got a picture of Big Pete. Oh, um, you on with top, him? <laughs> he's on top of the lockers. Oh wow! The kids surrounding him. Uh huh. So he was on top of the lockers. Oh no! Did they chase autograph. him up there? <laughs> yeah, they were. He was signing autographs on top of lockers. I, I oh got my goodness! It, it, Brienne chased him up there. Let's, let's be real. <laughs> a little yeah. bit. A yeah. little bit. Now she was leading the I charge. Was, I was standing back far enough. But we got to eat lunch together. That's what is important. Um, I am kind of curious about the events during, you know, your Nick takes over your school event. Did you do anything in the auditorium, like some sort of obstacle course? Or was there like a musical guest? Could you elaborate on that? They had an obstacle course. I don't, they were letting the kids go, I think one classroom at a time or like multiple classrooms at a time mm -hmm. throughout the day. So everybody would get like turns in there and they were like switching off. I don't think I ever went through the obstacle course. I'm Aww. pretty sure my sister did. I was really busy. Like they kept mm. me super busy. Well, I mean, you got to see the celebrities got to hang out with them. So I'd take that over an obstacle course. Exactly. True. I'm True. Totally. They had um, Mr. Wizard. He did some, um, some of his performance up on stage and um, <laughs> he saved my life. Something, he had something <sighs> explode and it went right in my face and oh. I actually I think in the commercial you might be able to see it or maybe it's in one of the newspapers but he grabs me and pulls me backwards and he's like holding on to me like pull it my face away from this thing <laughs> oh so my goodness yeah this I one. did I did notice that in the commercial something went off and and he went from smile smile to serious and then there was a quick movement it's like oh what 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 okay so that that confirms what? that 
watch Mr. Wizard like rip apart his shirt and reveal like Wizard Man <laughs> to the rescue. <laughs> I I always used to say Mr. Wizard saved my life, and that was like my good. What did you do? Well, Mr. Wizard saved my life. So. Right. I mean, <laughs> I've got stories. That that man is like an incredible not not even a father figure but like a legend among 80s 90s Knicks fans because oh yeah you know with Mr. Wizard World airing and showing all those different experiments you wanted to be those kids on there doing it with him and he he somehow had a way of making it seem interesting so that you can it would hold your attention for every segment Mm -hmm. without it being comedically gimmicky right yeah I know some of those shows too and I (laughs) though so We'll we'll have to do a, a Mr. Wizard uh, episode down the line because yes. he's he's fun to talk about Don Herbert. Yeah, very very cool guy. Very very kind old kind older man. Very sweet. Mm. Then tag team. Ooh, I was wondering who the who the musical. I was guest curious. Was. Yeah, it was tag team. Um, might I say I was a very I like didn't grow until I was older like I was very late bloomer Mm -hmm. so I was very 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 short and tiny in the sixth grade and um those men are so freaking tall (laughs) huge dudes so nice they were so nice to me but like I was at their waist like wow (laughs) they were just these giants and they were like super happy and like excited and just having a good day um and then we got to dance for that part which i they show that in the commercial it's terrible (laughs) (laughs) was it um to one there it is they're like one hit wonder awesome it was quite interesting did they do any other songs or was it mainly just like one song and then back to the a a few songs i think just a couple cool not very many but it was like such an action-packed day like I had these individual I mean I was 11 yeah so I have these individual memories of like these spectacular parts and you know my parents were there my family was there which was really cool so I got to it was a different experience for the person who wins than right than everybody else and I am grateful for that experience it was very very cool yeah it's like a once in a lifetime deal because you know you you win among hundreds of thousands of people who submit every year and mm-hmm. you don't know where they're gonna go next i mean they've had winners in like michigan north carolina colorado arizona florida so they're all over the place illinois i think i think they only did one a year yeah yeah they did so another funny story actually and it's it takes place before they came to the school they call your parents when you win to ask permission for you mm-hmm. to win. My parents are like, yeah, of course. Sure, she's going to win. That's awesome. <laughs> then they have to talk to the school and the school board has to approve. So the school board approved. Then the principal has to approve. Well, my principal was very old. Mm. Oh, and no. so my parents didn't want my parents didn't want to tell me until it was a sure thing, but yeah. they couldn't hold it in. Yeah. So they told me, look, you won, but your principal has to agree to it. So I didn't hear about it until it got to that point. It was like, I don't know, it was like a Tuesday or something. And me and my sister were talking about it because he was an older man and didn't have young kids. He didn't really know what Nickelodeon was. 
So he wanted to watch it before he agreed to have them there. And I was, me and my sister were so grateful. We actually talked about it that Ren and Stimpy wasn't playing that night. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. Good. Otherwise, he would have been like, nope, not in my house. No. <laughs> and I always remember that just like the, the prayers that, oh, thank God, Ren and Stimpy's not on tonight. And, and how. How, agrees, so. how ironic that Stimpy would come to your school. <laughs> it's like, if I can't see you on TV, I'm just going to give you a hug in person either way. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was too much. Like looking back at, at just me and my sisters, like just fear that night. Like, mm. what is he going to decide? Is he going to let us do it? That anxiety as a child of the, okay, is this going to happen? Is this going to happen? It's going to happen. Okay. It's going to snow. Okay. It's going to snow. Are they going to cancel this? Okay. <laughs> My anxiety for that is like, okay, it's, it's going to be the first day of school tomorrow. I got to have all my school supplies. I got to have my backpack near the front of the door. I got to make sure I don't say anything stupid. I got to figure out who I'm going to talk to, you know, all that stuff that runs through your head. Yes, exactly. You got to make sure you're looking, you know, (laughs) camera ready. (laughs) Lots of newspapers came in the weeks before and stuff like that um, when they announced it, but my parents kept it from me for for a little while just to make sure it was it was going to happen first right well it's probably for the best so that you know your hopes wouldn't be dashed at the last minute especially with like the principal thing um did your principal end up getting slimed for the event or was it just he did he did get slimed he's one of the guys on the stage that got slimed awesome how how did he feel about that experience he actually seemed really happy about it they all everybody who got slimed seemed really happy like it was just such a unique day like Mm. you can't plan that that's, that's an experience you'll never have again. That's the golden era of Nickelodeon in a nutshell. It's like just pure fun, spontaneity. And, you know, their slogan is Nick is kids. So it's all about mm-hmm. making this content for the kids so that they feel like they're in charge. And, you know, with Nick takes over your school, they get to have that sense of agency and control for once in their lives where they turn the tables playfully, mind you, um, against the adults and, you know, just get the run amok. And surprisingly, you know, most of the times, as far as I know, there weren't like any bad outcomes of, of it. You know, everyone had a fun time and now we all have fond memories to share together. Yeah. I, I occasionally, like every couple of years, I'll see somebody will send me the video again hmm. or someone will remember my name in the area because Glenburnie's not very big. We're outside hmm. of Baltimore. Like someone will remember my name or, hey, I was there or I'll read an article where, you know, it'll be people talking about it. And it, it does, it brings back all that, all that happy stuff. So it's pretty cool. Very cool. And how sassy I was. Cause I was. Yes. Freaking sassy. <laughs> oh, 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 you showed it off in the commercial. <laughs> yes. I, um, I wanted to be famous. I was a ham. I'm still kind of a ham, but I was like a real ham back then. So. I mean, um, when you're in front of a camera. In a video game. Wait, what? They put me in the Nick director, Nickelodeon director's lab. Really? You can what? find me in that game. Tell us about that. Um, they called and asked for permission to use my likeness and um, put me in the video game. You just, it, it's so hard to play now, like a computer won't even run it. Right. But um, you just got to make a video of me being slimed and, and like insert stuff into it and stuff. So I don't, just part of the very um, mini game type game. Yeah. 
Yeah, I used to have um, a similar game like that called Simpsons Director Studio for like Windows 95 back then. It was essentially like using um, loops of characters and you'd have like various backgrounds that you would put them in and some sound clips. And, you know, it it wasn't professional quality. Like you weren't going to make any Spielberg films through, you know, the software, but it was good enough for a kid and you had a lot of fun with it. So I'd imagine that, um, you know, with the full motion video clips that you got to interact with in the Nick director's uh, game, I'm assuming it's for PC, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, you just kind of add some fun effects on top and cut things together and just have a blast. It doesn't even matter how it turns out. Okay. I was was sure I was going to be famous. (laughs) (laughs) I am going to share my screen. Pause right there. There's me. Yeah, the lower right corner. That's her. Mm -hmm. Does he use it? I don't know. I haven't got that far yet. Wait. Oh, there she is. That's me. Yeah, it's. <laughs> they apparently like that one more than you. <laughs> what the hell was that? What the hell was that? That was suggestive. Uh... Well, they like yours. Okay, we're going to stop that. <laughs> that we're this is just full of surprises <laughs> bloopers <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> reminds me of a plumbus from rick and morty <laughs> yes oh my gosh and i've never even played this game before i haven't either <laughs> maybe we need to do a let's play for our patrons on patreon once we get that up and running oh man <laughs> wow so yes Brianne is in uh, Nickelodeon Director's Lab for anyone who wants to search down the software and get it running on like their Windows 95 computer if they still have one. <laughs> and uh, yeah, <laughs> good times. Oh, crap. Okay. Yeah, was, uh, I, I forgot that there were so, such interesting videos in that case. <laughs> yeah. Interesting uh, is a good way to put it. There you go. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna segue unless you have anything else to add about your memories of Nick takes over your school, nineteen ninety four, uh, to some other ones that I dug up. If you want to hear that, I would love to hear that. Cool. Um, so I also found the other ones were immediately hard to find, so I'm just gonna give you like the timeline overview of them. But uh, one in particular from 1989, uh, Robert Wren from Selwyn Elementary School in Charlotte, North Carolina. He had a few interesting things um, to say. Last fall, fifth grader Robert Wren entered a national contest sponsored by Nickelodeon, a cable television network. Well, to a surprise, the producers randomly picked him out of thousands of entrants as the winner. Well, now Robert's school, Selwyn Elementary, will soon be filmed for national broadcast. Plus, Robert gets $1,000. <laughs> Blow 200 on what? Well, toys and Nintendo games. Uh, when a bus named Gus rolled in that day, Mark Summers and Barf of You Can't Do That on Television took over as principal for the day. Mark and the Double Dare staff helped kids donning the trademark orange in hats and shirts play on select obstacles from the show's landmark course. One um, news anchor elaborates on his statement and also talks to Mizzard, Miss, Miss, I keep, Mr. Wizard. I keep saying Mr. Lizard or something like that because that is, um, that's a parody on the, the 90s show Dinosaurs with like, 
the the dad who's kind of like Dan from Roseanne and um, you know the baby, not the mama. Yes. Um, so one news anchor is interviewing Mr. Wizard Don Herbert um, here, and he, you know, as we saw before, he was there to you know run some science experiments on stage. And I believe this one involves like lighting a candle with flash paper, which he's actually done on his show before where it changes like different colors, depending on what chemicals the papers um, treated in. So like you hold it over a candle and poof, it's like a nice little flashbang trick that magicians can use. So he, he straddles the line between magician and scientist, which I appreciate. And there's a random cat. <laughs> I do want to also mention that for his particular Nick Takes Over Your School event, Lou Snyder, who is the first host of the game show Make the Great on Nickelodeon, was also present. And they pretty much did like a mock version in the classrooms. So they had kids participating in Make the Grade um, within the confines of a classroom. But unfortunately, we didn't really get to see that much footage, but we know that it existed. And hopefully, you know, when we get to our topic of game shows, we'll talk a little bit more in depth about Make the Grade. Uh, also, uh, Magellan, from Eureka's Castle, you know, um, you know, the big lovable puppet that's like eight feet tall. He was there too. So it was very similar to Stimpy where they had a mascot character along with a bunch of people from different shows and uh, Count Ducula as well, which you'll see in the footage. Uh, the, I did also note that the Double Dare obstacles featured in Robert's uh, sweepstakes event was down the hatch, the ringer, the tank, and the suspension bridge. Um, and they actually brought back the ringer a few times for different uh, Nick Takes Over Your School events that Mark Summers appeared in because out of all the people, he did do the most of them. I did look that up um, with Melissa Joan Hart in second place uh, for most frequent appearances. Uh, Mark mentions that they uh, the previous year that they did in 88 was in Detroit and it because it was a big success, they gave it another shot here. Um, so there's a little snapshot of Nick Takes Over Your School from 1989. And since I really don't have much information on any of the other ones, I will just go through a timeline of all the ones that I managed to find. I do have a couple things to add in with sure. the, the later run. I, I'll have to see if I can dig it up. But there was a commercial for, I believe it was You Can't Do That on Television. Mm -hmm. And they were talking uh, about the influence that that show, not necessarily the influence, but the impact the show has had in general on Nickelodeon and children's programming. And then Les Lai uh, got to go to a Nick Takes Over Your School and they had it in the commercial for it. And he went to the PA system as Garth, I believe. Barf. And Barf, thank you. And was was just in full character. Okay, we're the principal's not in charge today. Oh, that's great. Good morning. All of us is our end. Our menu for today will be cold. Excuse me, ma'am. Could, could you give me it? Oh my word. We love doing that to a principal. <laughs> is this thing working? Testing one, two, three, four. That set the sound, man back about a week. I, uh, can you hear me, kids? Yeah, I guess they can. Testing? Okay. <clears throat> Ready? We interrupt our regularly scheduled school announcements 
and your regularly scheduled school program to bring you a day that will go down in educational history. A day you will never want to forget. You'll never be able to forget. So put down your books, put away your pencils, forget all about your spelling tests and homework assignments. Don't even worry if you're writing uh, something to your girlfriend or, or maybe you're wearing two different colored socks or if your underwear's on backwards or if you're wearing two different sets of underwear and your socks are on backwards. That doesn't sound... Anyway, it's time for Nickelodeon to take over Selwyn Elementary School as Nick takes over Selwyn. yabba dabba -doo. And I believe in one of the other commercials that I had shared with uh, Phil Moore, he had commented that they changed the Double Dare obstacle course with Guts obstacle yep. course. Yep, I did see that in a few appearances when I did my research. And you turn your gym into Nickelodeon Guts. Beginning with 1988, we have Sean from Western Utica Elementary in Shelby, Michigan. The celebrities for that Nick Takes Over Your School was Mark Summers, Mr. Wizard, Barf, and the Don't Just Sit There Kids, which apparently was a show in the mid to late 80s on Nickelodeon. Yeah, very um, short-lived. Yep. The musical guest was not mentioned, but based on their appearance in the commercial that I found, uh, it does look like New Kids on the Block or whatever boy band that was close to that. <laughs> and that tracks because New Kids on the Block was featured on Don't Just Sit There. Okay. So that makes that makes total sense. Um, they also mentioned a surprise guest from Nick Rocks for that particular year, but I don't know, maybe that, that folds into, uh, don't just sit there or something like that. Cause I don't know much about Nick Rocks. I think, I mean, they had a few musical guests, but the monkeys did a few different things for Nick Rocks uh, as little interstitials. So it's, that's my guess, but I have nothing to back that up with. I didn't think they were still playing, uh. Decades later. They they did some guest appearances. The, there was a lot of resyndication of the monkeys in the late 80s. And uh, it's so awful that I know this, but Mike Nesbeth was not with them, but the other three, Mickey Dolans, Peter Torkin, uh, David Jones, they did a lot together. And a lot of those appearances on Nick Brock's and uh the re-airing with the did interstitials, it was the three of them. Fascinating. Wow. Look at you flexing with your uh, monkey's knowledge there. It's uh, <laughs> I, I only know about Davy Jones from that one Partridge family episode on from Nick at night where everyone's geeking out about him. <laughs> but uh, you know, that's never, another never no, wash this cheek again. Exactly. That that's was a, Brady Bunch. Brady Bunch. Oh, he was on. Yeah, that's right. Brady Bunch. Sorry. They're mm. the same in my head. They are <laughs> two anyway. musical families. Yes. Another episode. Um, moving on with 1989, obviously we have Robert Wren from Charlotte, North Carolina, which we had mentioned before, uh, Mark Summers and Leslie returned. Um, there wasn't any other mention of other, uh, show guests here, but I did note that the musical guest was called the boys. I don't know much about the boys, but they performed for that. So maybe I'll have to look for some music from them. So it was before they were, it was before they were two men. It, yeah it, that hey maybe you're onto something there that could have been <laughs> boys to men before they were grown up you know they start as the boys and you know they get a record deal and they evolve whoop, 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 to boys to men and now we got <laughs> that 90s what, hits. What evolving sounds like <laughs> no 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 I, i'm a pokemon fanatic so i know exactly what it sounds like it's like 
And see, with with the hand and the sound that you made, I was thinking more like Super Mario Brothers when he gets the mushroom. Yeah. (laughs) Use your video game sound effect of choice here. I'm sure it'll be fine either way. (laughs) Moving right along, we have uh, Stephanie Van Seer from 1990. Unfortunately, I couldn't find any information on the celebrities or the musical guests. So, you know, if anyone has any information on that, let us know. Uh, Same thing with the 1991 one. Uh, which featured Samantha Moreland as the winner. Uh, the celebrity include Hulk Hogan and I believe Melissa Joan Hart and the Roundhouse Gang as well. But I can't, I can't confirm for sure. I only saw like literally clips of like blurry pixelated people in the footage that I found. Um, in 1992, we have Christine Evans from Wilder Elementary in Littleton, Colorado. The celebrities there were Mark Summers, Melissa Joan Hart, Wild and Crazy Kids cast, uh, and the musical guest was Crisscross you know, at, at the height of their fame, you know, with the backwards pants and that, that one other hit jump. (laughs) 1993. I actually couldn't like hear the name of this person because it was so blurred in the commercials that I dug up, but the celebrities were Mark Summers, Melissa Joan Hart yet again, and the entire cast of Are You Afraid of Dark, which I thought was really interesting. Um, And the musical guest was Roundhouse. So I guess for some reason or other, they just pulled everyone from SNCC and they're like, Hey, you got like, a day to spare you want to come over to the school and do your thing there <laughs> and actually the i don't remember which year it was i'm pretty sure it was the 92 there was a snick block where they showed a lot of the nick takes over your school as the interstitials for the snick oh interesting uh, snick block so that that might could that probably tied into it 94 obviously is the topic of this episode with brianne whitcomb from marley middle school in Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, celebrities there were Mark Summers, Phil Moore, Mr. Wizard, Melissa Life John Saber. Hart, Mark Wiener. Uh, musical guest was Tag Team. Uh, it was also mentioned in a news article that was published in the Baltimore Sun on February 18, 1994. Moving right along, we have Jennifer Lang from Naples, Florida in 1995 as the winner. And the celebrities that time were Mike O'Malley, Phil Moore, Elisa Reyes from All That, Alfred Carr and Willis Green from Roundhouse, Mark Wiener and Danny Tamborelli, and the musical guest this time was All for One, which have appeared on all that. So there could have been a tie in there. Alyssa Reyes just shared that one the other day. I mean, really? I shared it and tagged her in it, and then she was all excited because she hadn't seen anything Nick takes over your school. So she shared that. She's like, ah, shout out to this. Thank you, Alex, for sharing this. It's like, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, I love how things are inter- interconnected like that whenever we uh, reach out to special guests. Um, so if you want to read more about that one, um, that was from the Tampa Bay Times, dated April 27th, 1995. Uh, 1996 is a flat-out mystery, couldn't find it. 97, there was an unknown student from Sonoma Ranch Elementary in Gilbert, Arizona, and I didn't write anything about this because when I found it on Reddit, it sounded like someone wrote fanfic for this year. Oh, gosh. And it ended with like the National Guard, like canceling the <laughs> event. So I, ch- I, I, I chose to label that as fake news and not include this because we're a, legit, we're a legitimate Nickelodeon source here. <laughs> uh, pass, pass, fact checkers. Yes, we, we debunked it as the Nick Busters. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Moving on with 1998, we have Kyle Villalobos from Valley View School in Romeoville, Illinois. 
The celebrities were Michael Malley and the Guts crew. Couldn't find out anyone else was there, unfortunately. Uh, musical guests, no clue. Uh, but I did note that when I looked this up in the Chicago Tribune dated March 28th, 1998, Kyle's mom, Gina, who is a proclaimed sweepstakes junkie, entered on behalf of her seven-year-old son because he was only in first grade at the time. So luck was on his side with you know, his parent like just going at it, trying to enter to win anything possible. Um, and lastly, 1999, also a blank. Could not find anything on that, unfortunately. Or any after, if there were any after. Yes. Um, it, you know, it's unfortunate how things like these that, you know, even if we remember them fondly and still have some crumbs, you know, surviving the sands of time, um, some of this stuff just doesn't make it as the years go by. And it's been almost 30 years since this has been like a staple of mainstream culture. So you really have to dig you know, deep uh, to find anything at all. And, you know, among the nostalgia community on social media or like on YouTube or, you know, through newspaper articles, whatever you can find. And, and Nickelodeon um, did a lot of sweepstakes things. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Nick, 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 Nick takes over your school was probably the most popular and most recurring, right. but there was a ton of sweepstakes and that are just lost to time. It's very unfortunate because if I had the foresight to save like all my Nickelodeon memorabilia from a kid because I mean we were like Brianne yeah and just put everything in a freaking tub I did I did do that well well see here's the thing I used to collect all the Nickelodeon magazines I had every single issue but my dad made me throw them out because I was too old for him by high school and I regret doing that and I regret getting rid of the video game case for like Auro monsters and all that other stuff because mm. I had no idea this was going to become a thing again. And, you know, we live in a culture now where it's like, do what you love. If it's nerdy, great. It's not just like, you know, follow the line. You got to either go to the draft or like earn a degree and become a scientist or a doctor or a lawyer. So, you know, unfortunately that worked against me, but at least, you know, we still have the memories and we're able to unearth what we could through various connections on social media. And for that, you know, we're, we're definitely grateful to have you here to be a part of that too. Thank yes. you. Yeah, totally. I remember one of the other game shows that I, I, or not game shows, but one of the other sweepstakes that I really, really wanted to win was the one where you got to take the cart through the toy store. Super toy so run. Yeah. That was a dream. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's basically what contestants did with the thousand dollar cash prize from this sweepstakes. <laughs> like, go to school for Nick takes over your school. And if you happen to win Super Toy Run, you're like, okay, mom, school's over. Time to go to Toy Works or Toys R Us or whatever. And uh, let's just, let's just okay. like slam everything in. Okay. So going uh, piggybacking off of that, uh, we have our new segment. Well, it's not new, it's our recurring segment. Yeah. Uh, but since usually Brett asks the questions, this time I came up with some questions. So we well, are going to. Before you do that, I got to say my little this or that jingle. So go, roll, I was about to say, go for. Roll the jingle. This or that, this or that, time to play this or that. In this round of this or that, Nick takes over your school edition. We've got five fiery fast questions for you to decide. Do you want this one or that one? Alex, will you run the gamut for us? And I will answer as along with Brianne. All right, Miss Brianne, would you prefer Toys R Us or KB Toys? Toys R Us. Brett? Toys R Us as well, but I also went to KB Toys a lot. 
Um, quick story. That's where I bought my Jack Skellington doll with my grandma in 1993. That was mentioned in our favorite Halloween commercials episode. And I remember it, there being like three distinct rows in that tiny mall, um, you know, store. And it was like in the back right corner under this gross yellow light next to the Sally doll and a bunch of other nightmare before Christmas memorabilia. So shout out to episode six. That's where I got it. (laughs) Um, my choice is KB toys because of that. And for me, Toys R Us. I I very much love KB Toys, but Toys R Us was was huge. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm, bigger is better when it comes to toys. I, I don't blame yes. you there. <laughs> uh, question two: Slimed or pied? Slimed. I've experienced it, and it was very satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> I will say slimed as well. I mean. I'm covered in it all the time. Well, at least metaphorically through my mascot character, Buddy. So it's it's just me wanting to live the dream vicariously through my illustrations. And I I, I played the fifth on this one. Uh, you, you, if if you guys have heard me on the "What Would You Do" episode, you 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 know my baggage there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, question three: Mr. Wizard or Bill Nye? Mm, Mr. Wizard saved my life. <laughs> I have to go with him. He he rescued me. I I can't I can't lose him. He saved my life. Oh, speaking of with which, um, rest in peace, Don Herbert. I believe he yes. passed away in two thousand nine. I'm uh, gonna two thousand seven is when he passed. Yes, two thousand seven. Yes, rest in peace, Don Herbert. Um, I, this is a tough one for me. I used to love waking up at like six a.m. watching Mister Wizard eating my cereal before I go to school. So it was a big part of that whole experience to like wake up and get ramped for learning. Yes, same. Um, however, Bill Nye the Science Guy had a very, very catchy theme song. And when I came home from school, I had to do like the whole thing, like Bill, 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 Bill Nye the Science Guy. Science rules. I have to give it a, it's a property of matter. I, I can't choose. It's a tie for me. I would say Mr. Wizard. Uh, no discredit to Bill Nye, uh, personal preference, Beekman's world. But uh, <laughs> I was just we thinking w- about that one. <laughs> we honestly wouldn't have a Bill Nye or a Beekman's world if it wasn't for Mr. Wizard. Very mm-hmm. true. Very true. Um, although I do have to add real quick that Bill Nye did visit my college back in 2008. Oh, so that's awesome. I got to meet him in person in that that helps his cause a little bit our question four this uh is a bit wishful thinking but if such a thing existed nick takes over your school or nick takes over your job Mm, school i think i could appreciate it better back then you know like it kind of shaped a lot of my childhood you know it, it definitely had a bigger impact than i think it would as an adult yeah good answer um for me i mean do you want them to do your artwork brad no <laughs> short and sweet you know what i would want them to do nick makes over your room because that was a sweet stakes and i always yes! wanted that to happen to me yes yes same yeah yes! and my room's kind of boring even when my art's not in it so why not give deck out my um Deck out my bag, give me some of that sweet, sweet Nick accessories like the notepad and the alarm clock and the, the telephone and the boombox and all that good stuff. And, uh, you know, let me just live in like um, it, uh, just an advertisement for 90s Nickelodeon. Why not? I, I'm actually going to be the oddball and say job. As, okay. a, as a kid, 
I would have loved Nick Takes Over Your School for the most part, but due to my phobia from a child being potentially slimed, I'd have been terrified of that happening, which would ruin my entire experience. Mm -hmm. But as an adult and working in a factory with a bunch of sticks in the mud, having Nickelodeon come over to that and take that over and just shake things up, I would have loved that. So I'd say job. I'm just imagining like an assembly line of people getting slimed one after the other when they like put something Uh together on a conveyor belt. I would love (laughs) to see that. With like the powerhouse theme song from like Raymond Scott, like Oh no, I'm I'm picturing more that you can't do that on television now. Oh yeah, with like the the Monty Python style animation in the beginning. And then hear that scream. That would work better. Or even um the fat heads from Rocco's Bar and Life. Take your pick, these three options. Um, but yes, we've concluded the this or that segment, and we're going to wrap things up and head home from school because, man, we're exhausted from being slimed and living <laughs> through our 90s childhood memories together. Uh, Brianne, thank you so, so much for joining us today. It's been a blast to uh, pick your brain and hear what it was like to experience firsthand. And uh, we know that our listeners, Slimesters and Gakoids out there are just as excited to hear from you so that they can experience it as well. Thank yes. you so much. It's really nice to get to relive it every once in a while. And, and I got I got to do that with you guys. So thank you very much. You're very welcome. And thank you for answering my very creepy initial text. So <laughs> sorry about that. You are not the first person to ask that question. Everyone's a stranger on the internet until they make that leap of faith and connect. And then we all realize it's just not as bad. Uh, hopefully. <laughs> Nine times this out of time. time. anyways um if you listeners would like to get in touch with us and let us know what you remember most about nick takes over your school you can email us at splatattack2021 at gmail.com or head over on over to our facebook page or even dm us on instagram at splatattack podcast we were covered in slime so we gotta head home and clean off alex if you will please drain the slime tank for us hi quick captain Join us next time for another fun-filled, nostalgic adventure with Splat Attack as we deck the halls with Nick Christmas specials. Splat you later. Reprise the theme song and roll the credits. Hard to believe, folks, but it's time to say goodbye. Nighty night. Hey, check us out next time for more adventure and another great legend of the Hidden Temple. What do we do till then? Chill for a couple. We'll be back. You're on, Nick. And it was time for the superhero to move on. I declare this meeting of the Midnight Society closed. Oh, bye-bye. And it all happened because Nick is a place for only kids. Yeah!